Welcome to Vibrate Higher, the podcast that takes you on a transformative journey towards aligning with your higher self, unlocking the depths of knowledge, wisdom, and understanding within you. I'm your host, Joelle, mindset coach and founder of Zenergy Group. I'm here to guide you on a path of self-discovery and personal growth. Each episode of Vibrate Higher is crafted with intention, combining ancient wisdom, modern insights, and practical techniques that can be applied to your everyday life. We'll explore various spiritual practices, mindfulness techniques, and self-reflection exercises, all aimed at elevating your consciousness and aligning with your higher self. Get ready to embark on an epic adventure. This is Vibrate Higher. Hi friends, it's Joelle from Zenergy Group coming to you today to talk through emotions in this episode of Vibrate Higher called Emotional Alchemy. So so I want to start by giving you some background on why I did a podcast on this topic and It's really because I have always been very intrigued with finding out the answer to a question of what comes first, the thought or the emotion, kind of like the whole chicken or the egg metaphor, what comes first, the chicken or the egg. I felt that way about thoughts and emotions because on my quest for self-development and I have been really thinking about this concept because I feel like when I understand it fully, then I can change myself and then I can teach others how to change themselves. And so I feel like I finally at this juncture have come to like a resting space of comfortability on where I fall on this. And so now I am ready to share it and talk to you about it so that you can understand um, and how to alchemize your emotions. And so what I mean by alchemize is alchemy is the process of transmuting or changing something in a mysterious way or in a way that you really can't explain it. You'll often hear alchemy referred to like in the back kind of in like medieval times where an alchemist was a person that would change metals into gold. And of course, no one could really understand how that happened. And so they started calling it alchemy. And, you know, now we use words like alchemist or alchemy for other processes of changing things in a mysterious way. And so when we really think about thoughts or emotions and emotions versus thoughts, that's kind of a mysterious kind of thing to understand and really kind of put into ways that is palatable for us to, to digest. So here we are. Short answer, what I've come up with is in the age old question of do thoughts dictate emotions or do emotions dictate thoughts? The answer is drum roll, neither. They occur simultaneously. And that is what we are going to jump in today. So let's talk about it. So what are emotions? So emotions are really when you break them down to their purest form, they are messages that are passed internally in our bodies from our mind to our body and our body to our mind. 
That's really the simplest form of what an emotion is. It is a message. So how do emotions pass messages from our mind to our body and our body to our mind? How do they do that? So we're going to have a quick science lesson. So come nerd out with me for a little bit. So I want you to turn to page six of your science books and let's dig into the science behind emotions. So in order to really understand this concept, you have to know what a receptor is and what a ligand is. So let's talk about those. So a receptor is a single sensing molecule in our body. It's a molecule and it responds to the energy flowing in our body by vibrating. And when it vibrates, it can turn into a couple different shapes, two or three, I think, at the most different ways that it can kind of vibrate itself and make itself into a shape. And so what receptors do is they pick up messages passing through our cells and their job is to take whatever the message is and pass it to other cells. And how they do that is they attach themselves to like the outer layer of cells and they pass their messages and those messages can change the state of the cell that it attaches to dramatically. So it could make the cell produce more protein. It could make the cell divide or it could say, hey, don't divide when the cell probably would have divided. It could add energy to that cell. It could subtract energy from that cell. Just depends on what message it's passing. So that's a receptor. A ligand is really how it it is like a chemical key that attaches itself to the receptor and it helps the receptor when the receptor finds a cell that it wants to give a message to. The ligand is kind of like the link that helps the receptor match whatever the cell is that it's passing a message to. So think about like round hole square peg. So a ligand is like the, it's almost like the converter that's going to say, oh, you're trying to pass a message to a square hole. You need to be a square. So here, let me attach to you and make you a square so you can fit into the square. That's basically what a ligand is. And so a ligand, there's three types that are rolling around in our bodies. And we've heard of some of these names are going to sound really familiar. So the three types of ligands are neurotransmitters. Those are made in your actual brain and they carry information from one neuron to the other. Steroids are a type of ligand. So that includes the sex hormones that we're used to, testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, and then peptides. 95% of ligands are peptides. And so those regulate all of our life processes. So that's kind of our quick science lesson on how messages are passed. And we know that emotions are messages. So receptors pick up the message, ligands help the receptors kind of morph into whatever they need to be to pass the message to whatever cell they are attaching to. And so there's different types of ligands. You have your neurotransmitters, the ones that come from the brain. You have your steroids that are like testosterone, estrogen, and then you have peptides. So that's our little quick science lesson into emotions. So let me put this into, you can close your science books. Let's put this into layman's terms. Basically, 
our, the cells of our body are floating around every day, chilling in our body, and they're listening to everything we say to ourselves and everything that we think. Whatever we say out loud, whatever we say or think to ourselves, those are, those become messages. Those are, that's energy, that's, that's stuff that we're communicating internally. And so those messages are passed in our body to different parts of our body, to different cells, organs that our cells are in by the receptors. So those messages that we pass literally have the ability to change our cells and those that can impact our mood and how we feel, which is what our emotions. It could even impact how our body actually functions. Each system inside of us, guys, our immune system, our endocrine system that houses our glands and our brain, they are all vibrating at a frequency that emits an emotion. And so therefore, emotions can also be generated in the body first, and that can impact our thoughts the same way that our thoughts can impact our emotions. So that's why the mind, body, soul connection in that holistic health um, concept is so critical because it's not just your mind. If you master your thoughts or control your thoughts, that, that yes, that can help, but you also need to understand that same concept for your emotions. So what is a quick example of how your body can actually generate an emotion first and that impact your thoughts. One, a a huge example is when you're sick. So if you guys listened to my last podcast when I had COVID and I was going through this whole like dark thought shame spiral, that is such a good example. And as I was really like reading a book, which really led me and researching, which led me to want to even do this podcast episode. I was digging into like, how did this happen? Why did this happen? What's going on? You know, with these thoughts that I normally don't have, but now I'm having them. Such a good example of emotions being generated by our cells and our organs and our body, and then it impacting our thoughts. So you get a virus, you get sick, let's say COVID, you get a virus, It makes you feel weak. You know, your body is on a low frequency because you're sick. And so it's in like battle mode. And so you're just tired and it's not operating at its optimum. And so while all of that is going on inside of you, it's your it's vibrating a frequency. It's sick. It's low energy. It's trying to heal itself. And so what happens? Your thoughts are impacted. So you feel bad. And then you, you, it's really hard to be really, truly sick, like COVID sick, flu sick, that type of sick and be like chipper and happy and think amazing thoughts. Like if you've ever been that sick, it's, it's damn near impossible to do that because naturally, because your body is dictating and impacting your thoughts by the emotion and the messages that it's carrying. It's sick. It's not feeling well. It's got a, it's fighting off a disease or a, or a virus or a, some, a foreign thing. And so your thought, if you are not cognizant, obviously you can deliberately direct things, but I'm just saying, if you are not cognizant at all, you can feel horrible. Like you think thoughts that match 
the vibration of what's going on in your body at the time. So that's just an example of the the adverse of like your body generating an emotion and it impacting your thoughts. I don't really think we need to go into how your thoughts can impact how you feel because we've talked about that before and that's pretty self-explanatory. So you already know you wake up, you, you know, you start thinking all these negative thoughts from the day before and all the stuff that pisses you off. I think I give this example all the time because it's so true and we all deal with it. But you wake up, you're pissed off, you're thinking about stuff from yesterday or deadlines you got or bills due or arguments you have with your friend or your man or whatever's going on. And you start feeling hor- like it impacts your whole day, it impacts your attitude. So that's that's thoughts impacting your emotions versus your body impacting your emotions. But the answer to the question I posed at the very beginning is your thoughts and emotions. One doesn't proceed precede the other consistently. They are generated simultaneously. They can happen either way. And so when we understand that, that gives us power. Because I feel like there is a misconception that emotions are only dictated by what we think. So we think if I think this way, then I'm going to feel this way. And that is partly true, but that's not all of it. And so if we're really on a quest to be the best version of ourselves and to be whole, we need to understand the other part of this other end of this stick, which is, is the one end is thoughts and, and it impacts how we feel. And the other end is emotions impacting what we think. So this brings us to the idea of emotional manifestation, which is kind of the idea that our emotions influence the outcome of what we attract in our lives. So let's go back to the example of being sick, right? So we talk through you're sick, your body is vibrating at a lower frequency. It's impacting your thoughts. So most of the time, people aren't walking around consistently with the flu. You know, it's kind of a here, here today, gone tomorrow type thing. But think about people who are walking around with maybe a terminal illness where they consistently just don't feel good. And so if they are not in control of it, if they're not cognizant, they're, can you imagine what type of thoughts are consistently coming to the, to that person if they are not deliberately kind of pivoting their thoughts and they're just letting their um, body feel away and then their thoughts impact they have. They're just clueless to the whole connection and they're just feeling and thinking. That person, what are they attracting? What type of energy? What are they, what else are they bringing to themselves at the, as they are dealing with this terminal illness? Or maybe it's not that far on the spectrum. Maybe it's just someone who perpetually is anxious or or um, depressed. So again, that that already is a feeling inside. That's your emotion dictating your thoughts. And so what we do a lot of times is we run and we get a pill to numb the symptoms of whatever that is. So you're taking a pill for depression and it's going to numb the symptoms, but it's not actually fixing the issue. And so just because you're numbing it, doesn't mean that it's fixed and doesn't mean that it's going to result in you being healed. You're just mass. So let's talk about how to, so now that we understand, so now that we understand, hopefully 
the relation of your emotions and your your thoughts and vice versa, let's talk about how to master our emotions. So I can't give you this whole science lesson and dig into all these things and not leave you with some techniques on how to take your power back. So here are my quick three um, little tools to master your emotions. So the number one is understanding the mind-body connection. And mind-body, let's say that as one word, understanding the mind-body connection is number one in how to master your thoughts slash emotions. What I mean by mind-body connection is overstanding that your mind and your body are one. A lot of times I think, at least I can speak for me, when I used to hear the term mind-body connection, I would always think brain and body, but that's not true. That's not 100% correct. When I'm referring to mind-body in this particular scenario, I'm referring to the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is the mind in the mind body. The subconscious mind is not the brain. That is, they are two separate things. The brain is your conscious mind. You know, that's the thinking part of you. The subconscious mind is below your consciousness and it runs all of the involuntary things that go on in your body day to day. Your breathing, your blinking, your heart beating, your nervous system, things that you don't have to think about but keeps you running is all run by your subconscious mind. That's the mind in the mind body, not your brain. And so really when you think of the subconscious mind, it runs all your involuntary things. It, it catalogs every single emotion that you've had or thought that you had. It remembers all of it and it stores it. So really, It's kind of the flow of information as it moves around your cells. That's the mind. It holds everything together. It's always linking and coordinating all of your systems together. So when you understand the connection between your subconscious mind and how your body works, that gives you more insight into your thoughts and emotions because all of that is in a network together. So when you understand that truly, then you're able to create space when you are thinking things and you're in a negative downturn, you can, you understand, wait a minute, what am I doing here? Like I, I'm, I'm literally like succumbing to thoughts that are going to impact how I feel or, Hey, do I really feel like that? Or is that just because I'm reliving the same memory of when, you know, my bestie said this to me and it hurt my feelings. And so now when I'm thinking about hanging out with her tomorrow, I keep thinking about this and it's really annoying me and now I don't want to hang out with her. Like that understanding the mind-body connection is understanding, is creating space when you're in those scenarios. And that's one huge step of mastering your thoughts and your emotions. So number two, which is still kind of related to the tangent that I just got off with the mind-body connection, the second 
tool or technique on how to master your emotions is to watch your thoughts and your feelings. So I like to break this up into the concept of cause or effect thinking. And so what I mean by that is this concept of asking yourself at any moment, especially when you're dealing with something negative, be it a feeling or a thought, you're asking yourself, am I viewing this from the effect or the cause? Meaning the effect mindset is, I'm feeling this way because of something. I'm thinking this way because of something. It's the effect of something just happening to me. And so that's why I feel this way. That's why I think this way. When you, when you hear yourself keep saying because, 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 you know you're on the effect end of thinking versus the cause end of the cause mindset is I'm owning my experience. So in a cause mindset, which is the mindset you want to operate in most of the time when you're watching your thoughts and feelings, it's okay. I understand that what's causing me to think this way is because I'm sick. I have COVID that's causing me to feel depressed because my body is functioning this way, that way, all the stuff we talked about already. So that's technique number two, watch your thoughts and feelings i.e. the cause or effect concept. And then the third technique on how to master your thoughts and emotions is be deliberate. So when you understand tech, the mind-body connection and have how to watch your thoughts and feelings, being deliberate should be, you know, a breeze. Because now that you understand all this, when you feel yourself falling into these negative thought patterns, which... If you haven't heard this from me or anyone else, you'll you'll hear it now. 80% of the thoughts that we think every day are negative. So we think 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day, 90 to 95% of those thoughts we are repetitive. So they're thoughts we continually think day after day after day after day, and 80% of those are negative. So when you feel yourself falling into your negative thought patterns, you can deliberately get back into the cause mindset. Then you're able to take your power back. And that's true mastery of your emotions because you can then pivot to something different. You can understand I'm feeling this way because of this. And now I can sit and unpack it from a clearer space or when you're feeling indifferent. You know, sometimes you're not feeling great, but you're not feeling bad. You're just like, I'm okay. That's an amazing place to be too, because then you can actually deliberately take yourself into positivity. So don't just let yourself feel indifferent. Take that power and be deliberate. Take yourself directly into a good feeling thought space. So that's gratitude. Maybe pull out your gratitude list and think about the things that you're thankful for right now in your life. Or Think about something that brings you joy. Maybe you just had an amazing trip that you just came back from and you had so much fun. You know, take yourself back there so that you can start feeling and thinking those things. And then you're you're deliberately changing your energy and you're deliberately um, impacting your cells. 
And so think about back to what we talked about at the beginning, when you're constantly feeling and thinking positively, think about the impact that has on your physiology, on how you feel, how your body functions, what messages are being passed to your cells. So a part of your body is your immune system. Your immune system's job is to go out into your body and swim about and find places that it needs to go to help things. Maybe there's something brewing, an illness or something hurting about to hurt. Who knows? But that's its job is to go around and assist. So don't you want it to be armed with the most positive feeling messages and and um, cells that it can to go attach and, and pass messages to? Yes. So don't ever be satisfied just feeling indifferent. If you aren't feeling good, deliberately like watch that thought and deliberately take it to like, I feel good. Don't manufacture good though. So let me clarify that. Don't make it fake. I'm not talking about just aimlessly telling yourself, I feel good. I feel good when you really don't. It's truly dictating something that makes you feel good, a thought or a feeling so that you're passing good messages. And then you're, you're arming your body with the tools that it needs to function at its optimum ability. I hope that makes sense today, guys. That's really all that I had. I wanted to give you the latest and greatest things that were atop of my mind and focus. And I hope that this topic has left you vibrating higher now than you were when you came. Also, if you haven't already, the link in the show notes um, will take you to a course that I've created called The Power of Alignment. This course is all about teaching you how to align your mind, body, soul, and align with your higher self so that you can um, be the best version of you, so that you can manifest things, um, all those amazing things that you want. My course is actually breaking down the science of, kind of like we did today, but you know, a lot more information. So if any of the stuff we talked about today really kind of resonates with you and gets your gears going, make sure you click the link in my show notes and go register and take my course. Leave me feedback. Let me know how you felt about this podcast episode. Let me know how you feel about the course when you take it, because that helps me create more awesome content for you all. I love you guys and I will talk to you soon.